0: News Talk 580 CFRA presents The Employment Hour with employment lawyer Lior Samfiru. And about uh, six minutes after five o'clock, I'm John Scholes and joining us on the show this week, Alex Lucifero. Alex of course from the Samfiru to Mark and Law from The Employment Hour. This show, if you've never caught it your first time, welcome aboard, come on in, the water's warm. If you join us every week, brilliant, because this show is extremely important. This talks about employment law and uh, your workplace, the place where you spend the average Canadian a little over 1,700 hours a year. This is what you do eight hours a day, five days a week, so you better know your rights and you better know the law that governs your workplace because you don't want to be taken advantage of mostly when it becomes a severance i mean we talk about that all the time alex on the show and we got lots of stuff to talk to uh talk about today email anytime is help at employmenthour.com and the number to call in phones by the way are ready to go for your calls over the next hour that is 613-521-TALK again 613-521-TALK call now we'd love to talk to you get your opinions you have questions for alex we will get to this and uh, explore the, the murky waters of employment and employment rights over the next uh, hour, at least, on today and going forward. Alex, uh, you want to take it away. Of course, we always start with the week that was, a couple stories, a couple cases, things that have been across uh, across your desk in the last week or two. What's going on, pal?
1: Hey, John. Thanks very much. Great to be here. Great to be live on the air in Ottawa talking employment law, talking severance, talking workplace rights. It's a beautiful afternoon here in Ottawa. A nice fall afternoon if you're driving home in your car, if you're preparing for dinner, if you're preparing to go out for dinner, uh, feel free to call in. Uh, We're live on the air until 6, as you said. You know, and it really does continue to be a busy time for us here in Ottawa. Uh, John, it's not just people being let go and being offered severance packages. People are calling us asking about their workplace problems, wanting to know if what their employer is doing is legal, uh, what they can do about it. And and that's obviously great. We encourage people to call in. We want to speak to people Um, Email us, contact us, talk to us about what you're dealing with at work. You know, and quite frankly, the more information and knowledge an employee has, the better. Uh, You know, your job, like you said, is where you spend, you know, what, 80% of your day, 80% of your month. Uh, It's extremely important that if you have problems at work uh, or if you've been let go, you need, you know, you need help in a situation like that. You need professional advice. and, uh, And so it's extremely important that you give us a call and resolve those kinds of issues. Um, let's talk about a couple of files that came across our Ottawa office this week, John, as, as we usually do to get things started off, get warmed up a little bit. Um, now, this, th- these are two situations that arise out of the same employer. I'm not going to mention the employer's name okay. uh, for privacy's sake, but sure. it's an employer out in Carleton Place – Uh, in the Ottawa area, and they've let go. They have a staff of about 50. They've let uh, at least 15 of those people go. Uh, A number of those individuals have contacted us this week, and there's two separate situations here. So let me get into the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, The uh, first situation is a gentleman uh, approximately 55 years of age. He's got about 10, 11 years of service with the company. Uh, He's operating in a kind of technical position, so he's a machinist or something along those lines. Uh, he was advised by his employer that they're temporarily laying him off. So this is not a termination. The company effectively told him, we're putting you on leave. Uh, This is a temporary layoff. We might call you back in a couple of months' time. We're not sure what the situation is. Sit tight, maybe collect some employment insurance, and we might call you back. We might not. Uh, And so he uh, contacted us and asked, well, is what they're doing legal? They told me it's legal. They're forcing me to do this. What can I do? And the answer I gave him, and and for all of uh, of you listening out there, uh, uh, a temporary layoff in almost every single case, John, is illegal. It is a breach of your employment contract. Companies are not allowed to do something like that unless, number one, it's written into your employment contract or number two, you have been temporarily laid off before and you've accepted that as a term of your employment. So what I told this gentleman, who, again, is about 55, 11 years of service, technical position, or kind of specialized machinist position, I told him, absolutely not. You have no, uh, you have no right to accept this temporary layoff. You know, No obligation, rather, to accept mm-hmm. this temporary layoff. You can treat that as a termination, and you could get a severance package in the range of, I would say, 12 to 14 months. That's 12 to 14 months of pay, John. That's a significant amount of money.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think the important thing, one of the important things you, you you mentioned there in the Hammer Home is if this has never happened to you before, if it is not in your employment contract, once you accept that, you've, you've kicked the door open for the employer to do it again. Then you go back the next time when you don't want to be laid off. Well, it's too late, Charlie. It's already happened. Now it, it is an implied term of your, uh, your employment, right? Exactly.
1: Got it. And that's exactly what I told this gentleman, which is if you accept this layoff right now, they right. could do this to you next month. They could do it to you next year and you can't do squat, quite frankly, about it. So- uh, it's either walk away with a severance package or accept this as a term of your employment. Lesson for all of you out there, you don't have to accept a temporary layoff. You can leave and get a severance package and move on. And that severance package is likely going to be based on your age, position, and years of service, and it's going to be way more than you think.
0: Yeah. I mean, in the meantime, I know we'll talk about it later, Alex, but severancepaycalculator.com. You'll want to find out quickly in about 30 seconds what your severance should be. It's a great ballpark number. It's an easy way to get started. It's enlightening. And uh, spoiler alert, it's going to be a lot more than you think it is or what you've been offered if you're staring at a, uh, a letter right now. We'll get your phone calls here in a moment. Want to uh, move on to your your second case. What else you got going on?
1: Absolutely. And this is on the, the topic of severance, uh, John, keeping up with with the severance pay calculator. Yep. This is actually... Uh, you know, and this is the same company, again, probably one of the worst severance packages I've, I've, I've seen, John, and we see them all day, mm-hmm. every day. We're talking about, uh, and this is again, another gentleman who called us from the same company, 67 years of age. So, y- you know, Uh, quite old, and it's going to be quite difficult for a 67-year-old, quite frankly, to to find another job at this point, having been let go. He was actually let go, so he wasn't laid off temporarily. He was actually formally terminated. 15 years of service with the company, same kind of position. So I think he's he's, uh, licensed as a machinist, and Mm -hmm. he was working in a kind of technical position. What does the company offer him, John? They offer him four months of pay, Four months wow. of pay for a 67-year-old employee with 15 years of service with the same company in a, in a technical, technical specialized role. Huh. Do you think this guy could find the job in four months' time, John? No kidding. Never going to happen. Never going to yeah. happen. He's looking at, I would say, quite reasonably 14 to 16 months of pay. That's a forty-five dollars to $50,000 difference in what they've offered him versus what he's actually owed Imagine this was any other transaction or exchange of, of goods, uh, John. If you're buying a house, if you're selling a house, if you're buying a car, and somebody offered you something that was 40 or 50 grand less than what you were actually looking for, I mean it's insane. So at that point in time, I've I've advised him. He needs to he needs to give us a call. He needs to have us negotiate a better severance package uh, on his behalf, and I would expect fully expect that that going to be resolved within a couple of weeks time.
0: And again, to reach out and contact Alex and a member of the team, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmenthour.com. And the phone lines here, as mentioned, uh, both by myself and Alex, you got till, uh, till six o'clock, plenty of time to call in, ask your questions if there's something that's scratching your head about your job, or maybe you're looking down the pike at a severance offer. Is this good? Is this fair? Don't take a chance, calls. This is why we do this show. It's so important. I mean, your last your last uh, week that was there, 50000 $60,000 difference. I mean, I mean, it's it's hugely important why we do this six one three five two one talk that is the number we'll get to uh, to john our first caller for the uh, the afternoon uh, john welcome to the show how are you pal
2: hi how are you doing
0: good what's going on with you
2: well i'm uh, i'm a 43 year old man and um i've recently been told that i've been terminated for a job for abandoning my post mm-hmm. i i've been employed with them for almost 20 years uh Believe it's a federally regulated company, large telecommunications company. Okay. Um, they never sent me a termination notice. They they claim they did when I spoke to my HR people. Um, the only reason I found out I was terminated was actually just a general call about my services, and the employee on the other line told me that I was a former employee. Now, I had recently gotten a lawsuit settlement from the insurance company late last year. And they were required to pay part of that settlement.
1: Sounds like you're on some sort of disability leave.
2: Yeah, I'm on uh, I'm on CPP right
1: now. Okay. Um, you know. How long have you been off for?
2: Uh, six years.
1: Okay, sounds good, John. Go ahead.
2: Now, I've never said that I, I wanted to quit. I never said that I wanted to resign. I said if mm-hmm. I could work, I would. Mm-hmm. This is all written. And again, I'm a little flustered, so sorry if I'm not being very... Uh,
1: no, that's all right, John. I, we see these kinds of situations all the time. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Has the has your employer, when they, when they decided that your employment was at an end, had they offered you any kind of severance payment whatsoever?
2: No, they didn't even yeah. tell me that I was terminated. Two months later, I called in randomly and found out by myself. Hmm. And so, of course, I had to do the whole runaround. I talked to multiple people who said they would get back to me. Nobody ever got back to me. I finally reached someone about three weeks after I found out that I was terminated. Mm -hmm. Um, And they said, oh, yeah, we don't do, there is no severance. You abandon your post. Um, You never contacted us back when we contacted you. Now, I have Mm -hmm. recorded calls where I did call back and ask them specifically about this stuff. Make sure you keep those
1: calls with you, John. Don't don't delete those from your phone.
2: I have about three different computers with those calls on them, (laughs) so... Good. Nice. My last lawsuit taught me to be very uh, diligent with this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, as, but, as you should. And, let, you let, know, me, let me let me set out the situation for you, John, because I think I, I have the info I, I need here. Um, yeah. You know, this is a situation that's, that's most likely, especially after six years uh, being unable to work, and especially if you're on uh, CPP disability or Canada Pension Plan disability, this is likely what's called a frustration of contract situation, which means that John, you know and it's, and it's tough for me to say, but the company may have had the right to end your employment given how long you had been off for and good, given that the likelihood that you being able uh, able to work again is probably quite slim, if not non-existent. However, and here's the big big however, you are absolutely owed an amount of severance in a situation like that. It might not be your full severance entitlement, so I don't want to give you any unrealistic unrealistic expectations, but you are certainly owed severance in that situation. What I tell you to do is give us a call. John could give you the number. Give us a call uh, either Monday morning at the office or leave us a message over the weekend. Somebody's going to get back to you, and we can handle this matter for you. Amazing. Thank you so much. My pleasure, John. Nice talking to you.
0: Have a good job. John, appreciate your call. We're going to take a short break here. Yeah, your phone calls, uh, can bring them on in. we got lots of room. We'd love to talk to you between now and 6 o'clock this afternoon, 613-521. Talk to call in and talk to Alex. Get your answers uh, to your questions, just like uh, John did right there. You want to reach out as well when the show is not on. Help at com. The phone number anytime, 1-855-821-5900. Lots more. The Employment Hour is on the way. This is News Talk 580, CFRA. Now back to the employment hour with employment lawyer Leor Samfiru. Alex Lucifero is uh, filling in today from the firm, of course, covering the show probably each and every week. If we uh, we get along so well, we're having so much fun, Leor, eh, yeah, we might include him at some time. But uh, <laughs> but there you go. You want to call in? You got lots of time. It's uh, it's only five twenty-one in the afternoon here. We're here till six o'clock. That number six one three five two one. Talk. You have questions about your employment, possibly your boss, a severance offer, maybe you're thinking you might be let go. You just your spidey sense is setting you off. You're just not sure if it's going to happen. Please feel free to call and uh, ask Alex your questions. Will be answered here till six o'clock uh, this afternoon. Outside uh, that time, you'll want to contact. It is help at employmenthour dot com and one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. That will put you in touch with the uh, the guys at the office uh, as well. Termination of employment. Uh, I got some broad strokes, some questions people I know Alex ask you uh, pretty much on a, a daily and a weekly basis about their jobs, and you've collected these over the last few weeks in anticipation of this show this afternoon. So I want to ask you a few of these and get through them uh, in between our phone calls here, and I know you want to uh, to expand and answer a lot of them. So the first one I'm going to ask you is this. We hear about um, short service employees and long service employees. Well, is it more difficult to terminate for cause? I'm talking about for cause now, an employee who has worked for the company, say, for a longer time as opposed to a short service employee.
1: Yeah, that's right, John. These are these are questions we get on a daily basis, and, mm-hmm. and I've collected a couple of those over the over the past week or so. And, and this is one one that comes up pretty often. And for some reason, you know, it's maybe by chance, but I've gotten a bunch of calls over the past couple of months. Long service employees, new management comes in, and surprise, surprise, they find one kind of issue with this employee and terminate it right. trying to pay try to pay him or her zero severance. Uh, you cannot do that. And so, uh, you know, as a as a preliminary point. Uh, for all our listeners out there, we we have to know that there are two ways you can let an employee go. You can em- let an employee go with cause or without cause. A with cause termination means that the employee has done something terribly, terribly wrong. And because of that, the employer is allowed to pay them uh, zero or offer them zero notice uh, for their termination, mm-hmm. so they basically get kicked out the door that that day because they did something terribly wrong. That's a with with cause termination. Right. Uh, without cause termination is the company's restructuring, uh, whatever the case may be, unrelated to conduct or performance. We're letting you go. Uh, for a cause termination, the bar for employers and for all you employers and business owners out there, the bar for a cause termination, in which case you can pay an employee zero for severance, is extremely high. You you basically can't do it except for the exceptional circumstance and I'm referring to things like theft, like physical assault in the workplace, really, really egregious things, John, that would allow a cause termination. And that's even more so the case when we're talking about a longer service employee. So an employee who's been with the company for 20 years, great service record, does a a great job, makes a mistake one day. You know, and that could be a significant mistake, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. he blew up at someone, maybe he cost the company a significant amount of money that's not going to be cause for termination for that long-term employee because you have to look at the employment relationship as a whole. And one mistake over the course of even 10 years, forget about 20 years, even 10 years is not going to be
0: cause. You know, we often refer to, uh, you know, cause termination as the death penalty of the employment relationship. It's it's reserved for the worst offenders, and it really is, I mean, as you said, assault or doing something egregious, and theft would be right up there as well, right?
1: Yeah, theft Theft is the classic example, and and yeah. listen, for all our, our listeners out there, we're not using the capital punishment of the employment relationship as some sort of uh, message that we're kind of sensationalizing the, the law. That's actually from a court decision in which a yeah. judge said, Cause termination is the capital punishment, capital punishment of the employment relationship. So that's, that, that's from a judge from right. uh, his mouth.
0: Plenty of time for you to call in, ask your questions. If you're uh, peaked, uh, your interest has been peaked by this conversation so far, that number 613-521-TALK. I want to call now and talk to Alex, ask your questions. We'll be glad to answer them as we uh, go along here. Termination of employment, the, the bullet points really. What if someone has only worked for a few months uh, does that mean they get no severance, or maybe a week or two of severance? Because you'll always get calls in your office saying, oh, "I didn't bother. I only worked there for three months, so they don't owe me anything, so I walked away."
1: Yeah, another, and, and we can call this segment, John, you know, uh, some misconceptions with respect to employment sure. law. But yeah. uh, generally speaking, uh, in short-term employees, you know, let's talk like three, four, five, six, seven, eight months, are mm-hmm. going to be entitled to proportionately longer periods of notice than let's say a longer-term uh, employee is. What I mean by that is. Even as a six-month employee, John, you could be looking at a three-, four-, five-, six-month severance package. Wow. That's like a month per month of service, right. which sounds exceptional, but that's the way the law works. And the reason why that is is you know, even as a four-month employee, if you get let go, and let's say it is a without cause termination, meaning it's completely unrelated to anything you did – uh, it's going to probably take you a good two, three, four, five months to find comparable jobs. So just because you're a short-term employee, yes, length of employment is a factor that's taken into consideration. But you know, ultimately, severance is meant to hold you over until you can find another job. And a short-term employee might take just as long as a longer-term employee to find that next job.
0: You want proof of what Alex is talking about on your own, you can do so, severancepaycalculator.com. Basically, uh, you know, your your age, your length of employment, and your position. And it will tell you in short order the swift definition of what you should be getting as far as severance is concerned. It will give you a ballpark number. Best part is it's free of charge. You don't need a visa. You don't need a debit card. You just go in there online do it for free walk away if you want to anonymous or there is a contact button at the bottom you can get a hold of Alex and the rest of the team again uh, severancepaycalculator.com still the phone line's open till 6 it's uh, 527 so you got lots of time it is 613521 talk that is how you get a hold of this afternoon um if there is cause does the employer still need to pay severance so in a case where uh, there's cause
1: for termination and there's what's called willful misconduct on the part okay. of an employee, we're getting into the weeds here, but sure. if it's something extremely egregious, uh, John, and let's say, you know, again, going back to the classic exa- example, if it's theft and the theft is proven uh, and there's no question about it, that employee is going to get zero. And mm-hmm. and quite frankly, that employee deserves zero if you're stealing from your employer, John. Yep. Um, If it's the case where it's, let's say, performance issues, and this is one that comes up uh, quite often, if there's been a series of performance issues over the course of even, let's say, a year, and we're talking about a kind of mid- to long-term employee, so let's say 10 years, you know, there might be cause for termination if the employee has been coached, if the employee has been warned several times, if the employee has perhaps been suspended. And what I'm referring to here is what's called progressive discipline. So if over the course of several months and over the course of numerous attempts by an employer to help an employee improve, uh, that employee uh, doesn't improve and maybe is fighting against the employer to improve, then that might be a cause termination, uh, in which case that employee may still be owed a minimum amount of severance Uh, but they wouldn't be owed their full severance entitlements. Now, those situations, again, let me be clear for everyone, those situations are still rare. Even in cases of misconduct, when an employee is let go, or in the cases of performance issues, when an employee is let go, they're going to get a reasonable severance package based on their age, position, and years of service. That's going to be the case, John, 95% of the time, and I feel confident
0: saying that number. So uh, what do you do if the employer says it has... Terminated your employment for cause, being the employee. Easy, you call us. Yeah, we're done. No, no, no.
1: In, in all <laughs> seriousness, no, what you, what you want to do is, uh, you know, effectively do nothing at first. So take right. all of the information that the employer gives you. They're going to sit mm-hmm. you down in the meeting. They're going to tell you exactly uh, why they're letting you go. You sure. take all of that. Don't sign anything. Don't Don't agree to anything. You, you take it. it all. Thank you very much. Shake the person's hand and out the door you go. Don't mm-hmm. slam the door behind you. Uh, And when you walk out that door, you give us a call right away. If it's the case that you've been uh, sat down for a meeting about a reprimand or about performance issues, you may still want to call us there, there as well. You want to be proactive about these things as well.
0: We're going to take a short break, uh, my brother. In the meantime, the phone calls. Allison, I see you there. Hang on the line. We will get to you, and you want to call in and ask some questions. If you're wondering something about your job, or maybe this whole uh, conversation of employment has piqued your interest, maybe something that happened in the past, hopefully recently. Uh, 613-521-TALK is the number. Lots more of the Employment Hour right ahead. News Talk 580 CFRA. now back to the employment hour with employment lawyer Lior Samfiru. And we are back indeed. You still have plenty of time to uh, call in, ask your questions here at 535. We go till six o'clock on your Saturday afternoon, 613-521-TALK. To ask Alex any questions you need, email us help at employmenthour.com. And always before you sign anything, we're talking about that severance offer that was just handed to you. You walk out politely, and then the first place you go is severancepaycalculator.com to see exactly what's in the math. We'll get back to the uh, the phone lines here, and appreciate you calling in, Allison. Thank you for uh, for hanging on. What's uh, what's going on in your world this afternoon?
3: Yeah, I have a question.
0: Sure. I Hi, worked
3: with a company for fifteen years, and over the last two years or so, they it was decreasing my hours, decreasing my hours. And I'd come to a point where I was just working for about nine hours a
1: week. And where, where did you start, Alison? How, how much were you working two years ago? Pardon me? How many hours were you working kind of steady two years ago? I started working nine to
3: five with the company. Okay, so it was full-time. Ago. It was full-time.
1: And now you're saying it's nine hours a week?
3: Um, it was nine hours a week, yeah. And it became a point that I had to survive. So I handed in my resignation mm-hmm. and just got myself a job.
1: And when was this, Allison? When did this At happen? When did you resign? At uh,
3: the end of August.
1: End of August of this year? Yes. Okay, and was uh, the resignation a result of a significant drop in your hours shortly before that? So yes. it sounds like it was declining slowly over the course of two years, but was there a big drop closer to the end?
3: Close to the end, I was working three days a week to three hours a day.
1: Okay, and, and you're saying that went from uh, kind of full-time to part-time. So here's... Here's what I'll, uh, what I'll tell you in a situation like this, Allison. An employer cannot s- reduce your hours that significantly uh, without you uh, considering that what's called a constructive dismissal. So you can certainly say no in a situation like that. I'm not going to accept those reduction in hours. I'm going to consider this a significant change to my employment. And because of that, you can leave your employer and obtain severance. Now, the difficulty we might have in your situation is if you accepted those changes over the course of, it sounds like maybe two years, then I'd be a little little worried that your employer could potentially argue, or your former employer in this case, could potentially argue, well, no, Allison agreed to those changes. So I'd want to speak to you off air uh, in a little more detail, see if at any point during those two years, Allison, you actually told your employer, no, I don't like this, I'm not agreeing to this. If you took that stand during that period of time, then I think there's something we could do for you here. And, and you would certainly be owed a severance package in that situation because that wouldn't be considered a resignation. That would actually be considered a termination by way of what's called a constructive dismissal. So, what I'd ask you to do, Allison, is give us a call. John will give you the number. We can talk in more detail. I don't want to go into any more detail uh, on air because it might, it might get uh, into kind of confidential information here about your employer. Give us a call. And we'll see kind of what we can do in your situation. But clearly, uh, there's a discussion
0: that's warranted.
3: Okay. Thank you for listening.
0: Appreciate uh, you calling in, Allison, this afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. That number to uh, to reach out and get a hold of Alex, please do. you got to go over this and get a little more detail. That would be one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Email works as well. That is help at employmenthour.com. We have been talking about uh, things to do with uh, you know your job and termination ter- uh, terminations of employment. So how can a termination for cause impact on a person's future employment? For instance, what do you what do you tell a prospective new employer about the reason you were let go when you're in that job interview? Yeah, that's exactly it. From a practical point of view, John. Yeah.
1: I mean, what do you tell your employer? They're likely, or or a prospective employer, they're likely going to be asking for a reference. If you've been terminated for cause, well, you're not going to get a a, a letter of reference. And and that's sometimes where where we come in. Oftentimes, when we're negotiating severance packages for people who have been purportedly terminated for cause, although it's not cause in those in those in most situations, we'll ask the company to provide some sort of letter of reference. Or a positive letter of recommendation that will help that employee get cause. The other thing we can do, uh, in in most situations, an employer will mark that you've been terminated for cause on your record of employment, which is filed with Service Canada. We right. can also, oftentimes, in cases where it's not cause for termination, get employers to change that record of employment to indicate a without cause termination.
0: Right. Uh, remind you, you want to call in? Still have time, just like Allison did before you. The number six one three five two one. Talk and uh, talk to Alex here before uh, before six o'clock. Get your questions answered as well. Is there a uh, you know I hate to use the expression, but rule of thumb as far as terms are concerned about how much severance an employee should get? Yeah, it's a good
1: question. It's a question we get asked uh, plenty. Oh, nice. uh, and and the short answer is is no, but it warrants a uh, a bit of a lengthier answer. And, and that would be, you know, I, I can't tell any employees out there, John, that there's, uh, there's a formula, a mathematical formula that, that, that speaks to how much severance you're going to get. So I can't right. tell you it's a month per year of service. I can't tell you it's two weeks or three weeks or one week per year of service. What I can tell you is that the factors that, w- that uh, an employer should be taking into consideration, the factors that it, the law takes into consideration when it's assessing severance, is it's going to be based on your age, your position, and your years of service. So the longer you've been with the same company, the older you are, uh, the more specialized or the more senior your position is, the more severance you're going to get. What that number is, I can't tell you without knowing Mm -hmm. those specific details. Guess what could tell you, John? The severance pay calculator can. You got it. Go to the severance pay calculator, punch in your age, punch in your years of service, punch in your position. It will give you a number, uh, and that will give you a very good understanding of what kind of
0: severance you're owed. SeverancePayCalculator.com is what Alex is talking about, and you can simply call at that point, 1-855-821-5900, but still plenty of time to call us this afternoon here. It's, it's 541. You've got a good chunk of time to call in ask your questions. We'll get to uh, to Rick on the line. Rick, what is your question for Alex? How are you?
4: I, uh, I got in a situation a few years back. I kind of set me in a hole. I'm, uh, I'm a mechanic by trade. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do automotive uh, detailing, too. And it happened that I was working in an establishment where I was getting a getting a check every week and thinking I was being hired by this person because I was working in an establishment. Then uh, I don't seem to perform enough, so I had two other employees working with me. Now, doing that and providing my service to this gentleman for over a year, and when it comes to... Like, forgive me of my ignorance, but when I came to pay my taxes or do my income tax, I was charged for the whole amount of money, the, the whole amount of income tax that I, the taxes of all the money that I made. Hmm. So,
1: it sounds I like had, they were it sounds like they were treating you as a as a contractor, Rick, as he, opposed to an employee.
4: Exactly. So when I was talking to the tax people, mm-hmm. they were saying, "Well, there's something that you would have to consider, which I never thought of." I'm working within his with his products I'm working within uh, his hours I'm working uh, uh, the time limit like I was working in his establishment where it, right. that shouldn't be that way where it should have been as I was an employee yeah. of the person
1: and, and this is and that's a great question yeah. uh, Rick and this is another issue that comes up often listen if you act like an employee if you're if your employer or if you're the person that's giving you work treats you like an employee, guess what? You are an employee. So I can't speak to the tax issues necessarily. Listen, I'm not an accountant. I'm not a tax lawyer. But from an employment lawyer's point of view, uh, you know, if you're telling me that he gives you work, uh, it's his tools, he runs the show, he tells you what to do, and you got to figure out the rest, that's probably an employment relationship, Rick, not necessarily a contractor relationship. What, What I would suggest is... Uh, are you still working for this individual, Rick, or, or oh, has no, this relationship no. ended?
4: It's ended because of uh, especially when I when I did my yearly taxes and I got this thrown on me. Mm-hmm. Where the two other individuals that were working in in the shop that I had to change my check and take the portion of my check to to pay them off.
1: Uh, so you were paying these two guys
4: exactly, and then not, mm-hmm. and then I'm stuck. I'm stuck on what well, was like. <laughs> With why well, I guess a penalty of right. having to pay all those taxes.
1: So it sounds like you, did you walk away from that situation, Rick? Did you just basically just yeah. w- resign and end the contract?
4: I uh, just walked away. There was no yeah. contract sign or nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Listen, that's that's a tough so- spot. I mean, the fact that you had two people working for you works against you. That that's a that's a factor that would. Potentially uh, indicate that you're an actual contractor versus an employee. But listen, if all the other factors stack up on the other side of the scale, which is you look like an employee, then you Mm -hmm. still might be considered an employee. You might want to speak. You know, it doesn't sound like sound like severance would be an issue here, but you might want to speak with uh, again an accountant or a tax lawyer. Uh, If you've had issues with CRA, you certainly need to seek some advice in that respect.
4: Well, see, that's the right there. Let's clarify something: is that when he gave out orders. like I wasn't giving orders to the other two employees. He was giving orders to
1: them too. There you go. That, that and that's uh, th- that's a factor that's going to help you in a situation like this as an employee. When did this uh, all happen, Rick? When uh, w- when when did this uh, relationship end?
4: Two years ago. And I'm, ah. still su- I'm still suffering through all this.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep Keep in mind that if if you're going to take any legal action, it has to be done within two years' time. So you might be either up against the clock or beyond it. If you're if you're up against the clock, Rick, and you're within that two years. You got to get on this right away.
4: I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much for that info. I will definitely do that on Monday morning. <laughs> Give
1: us a call. Yeah.
4: All right, Good, Rick. Thank you, sir. Pre-
0: yeah, appreciate your call, Rick. We're going to take a short break. That number, by the way, 1-855-821 to get hold of Alex. Write it down, use it, and keep it if you need it. Uh, you still got time to call us here on the show uh, till six o'clock. Six one three five two one. Talk. I see you there, uh, Josephine. We'll get to you next on the Employment Hour on News Talk five eighty CFRA now back to the employment hour with employment lawyer Leor samfiru we are on the air here on saturday starting at five o'clock we go right till six alex luciferro is answering your questions he's the one who's the lawyer i'm simply here a uh, talking head keeping things going straight brother back to the phone lines again 613-521-TALK that is the number to call in josephine we'll uh, we'll get to you thank you so much for for hanging online how are you
3: I'm doing well, thank you. How are you?
0: Great. So, what's your concern?
3: Well, I, I won't get into too many details, mm-hmm. but um I was always wondering, uh I I um I've been applying for jobs and I find that um there are times where I find that um ageism or even um I, I apply for technical jobs mm-hmm. and I find that uh that uh, I um that there might be some sort of um, discrimination there. I, I meet all the requirements, and uh, after we do an interview, they they'll come back and they'll say, um, uh, "Unfortunately, uh, you're not moving on to the next round." Um, I, I find that, and when I ask them, oh, may yeah. I ask what the what the um, what was your criteria for for not uh, considering me a viable candidate? They will say, uh, "Well, you just don't fit the corporate culture
1: so yeah that's I'm, not that's not a great response josephine and and what I would say to that is you, you're, you're right to point out that during the hiring process an employer is not allowed uh, to make decisions with respect to hiring or termination for that matter on grounds that are potentially discriminatory. so you mentioned age, you mentioned uh, gender or race or religion or Anything along those lines, if you're making a decision with respect to an employment relationship based on any one of those grounds, uh, then you're likely discriminating against that person. And that's completely inappropriate. It's a breach of, in Ontario, the Ontario Human Rights Code. It's a breach potentially of the Employment Standards Act and, and a breach of several other pieces of legislation, depending on what kind of work you do. The yeah. difficulty in a situation, uh, Josephine, and I appreciate, you know, it, it's very easy for me to say all of that. The difficulty in your situation, practically speaking, is that it might be tough to prove that kind of stuff. Yeah. Unless someone has asked you your age in an interview, or unless someone has asked you what religion you are in an interview, those would be completely inappropriate questions for the record. It, it's, mm-hmm. y- you know, saying corporate culture, number one, is a very poor response. I don't think, you know, it's extremely unprofessional. Would, does it does it prove to- discrimination? I, I can't say yes with a with, with with a kind of full heart.
3: I was tempted to say, so what do you mean by that? Uh, yeah. Is it because of my age? Or
1: yeah, and you have every right to ask those kinds of questions, mind. Josephine. And if In that, that happens to you again, <laughs> that happens to you again, I would press the prospective employer on on those issues respectfully, of course, and politely, of course. You still want the job potentially at the end of the day, but there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And, and you know, listen, if 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 the prospective employer doesn't have a legitimate answer. Maybe you do want to speak to somebody at at, at that time, and, and we are open to having those kinds of, of conversations. So feel free to give us a call if, if it happens again, or if it's something that you remain legitimately concern, concerned about and you want to talk to us, give us a call or, or send us an email. Um, I completely understand how that, that's a very, very difficult situation to be in, and, and the law does protect employees in situations like that.
3: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. I um I I did speak with her after I got that response, and um, she said, I'll, "I'll send you an email. I'll send you an email." Mm-hmm. So I'm going to. Um, You're gonna wait. See what she says, and yeah. then respond fair accordingly. Enough. And you know what? I didn't since I didn't get the job. I think it's. I think she's fair game, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I will. Say, mm-hmm. And I will ask her.
1: Yeah, and I think, I, and I think you've got exactly. every right to do it
0: yeah josephine sure. appreciate uh your call we're gonna move on the last couple minutes here as we uh, we carry on gonna move on to uh al al good afternoon how are you
5: good thank you yourself
0: good sir what's what's going on with you
5: so um my brother um used to work at a small mechanic shop as a service tech and um uh one day he went to go to work and uh the doors were locked i think the owner um wasn't paying his bills, I guess. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
5: And um, the owner locked the doors on uh, the company.
2: And that's all
1: um, she wrote?
5: Exactly. So, wondering, does my brother have uh, any opportunities to get anything back from the owner uh, because of uh, the doors being closed? Now, I can tell you that he has reopened that at another location now. Interesting. And, um, just wondering what uh, my brother can do.
1: How old is your brother, Al? Uh,
5: 42, maybe.
1: Okay, Down there. and uh, what was he doing? What kind of, uh, what kind of work? Service.
5: So he was he was taking the calls. He was um, uh, uh, so making cu- the appointments.
1: Customer service. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how long had he been had had he been with this company?
5: Uh, probably, uh, I'd say maybe five to eight years. Maybe. Five
1: to eight years. Okay. Sure. So so here's what I'll, here's what I'll tell you. Your brother would be owed a severance package, uh, and listen, five to eight years is, is a rough range, but he's actually one of those guys that would probably be looking, uh, guys or girls, that would be looking at about a month per year of service as a severance package, given his age and his years of service. He would be in that range, and he is owed that severance package, Al, unless, and here's the big but, unless the company has claimed bankruptcy. If the company has ca- claimed bankruptcy, I hate to say it, but your brother's out of luck. If they haven't claimed bankruptcy and if they've opened up shop down the street under the same company name, you know, that right. particular building closed but the next one opened and it's the same company, guess what? Your brother's owed a severance package.
5: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, and um, if that's right. and if that's the case, tell him to give us a call. Uh, give, give him the number or give him the email address. Uh, and it's worth at least the conversation, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get into the details uh, as need be, but at least he should be looking into this and having a conversation with an employment lawyer about it. Okay.
5: Now, um, if he went to EI to see if he can collect anything while you
1: know everything was going on, can it's not you an qualify. issue? Yeah, not a, okay. n- not an issue. Tell him to give us okay. a call.
0: Thank you, Al. Appreciate your call. If you didn't have time or we didn't get to you, no problem. There's uh, there's a place you can go, and that's directly to Alex at 1 Write that number down, 1 855 821 5900. Email is help at employmenthour.com. The first place you go, you want to find out how much severance it should be. Don't sign anything. SeverancePayCalculator.com. Alex, nice working with you. We'll be back here uh, next weekend. Eric on the uh, on the board doing a phenomenal job producing, and you as well for calling in. We'll join you next weekend here on the Employment Hour. This is News Talk 580 CFRA.